0: Is the ladies guide to dude cinema. My name is Alex J, and with me is my gorgeous Curse Back Challenge. This is the
1: podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us that we have to freaking see. Freaking see, anyway. This week, guys, <laughs> we are joined by comedian podcast guest. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, one of the best podcast guests. That's I've, a
0: credit. I'm That's very a excited. solid credit. Sorry. Yeah. The,
1: no, you have nailed it on Josh L's podcast so many times that it just made me fucking laugh, cry. Anyway, guys, please welcome the podcast. It's Grace Jarvis. Thank you. Thank
2: you.
0: I'm great on a podcast. <laughs> Grace Jarvis, great on a podcast. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, Grace. Thank you for having me. It's so exciting to be here. You've come up all the way from Melbourne.
2: I'm from Mel- I've come from Melbourne. I'm here. It's raining. I'm- sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sorry. It's fucked. I'm
0: fucking damp as hell. Did you bring the weather with you,
1: mate? <laughs> <laughs> Nailed
0: it! <laughs> um, how has your travels been so far to,
2: to Fair City? Good. Yeah, I've just been, you know, stomping up and down the streets, mm-hmm. as is my want. Uh, In traveling- the puddles, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, got sp- I got sprayed with street water by a car. Oh, no, got so- wet <laughs> socks. <laughs> I was like, this is... <laughs> brutal for me it's not okay <laughs> uh, this is the opening scene of a rom-com but the ending scene is a- me doing a comedy gig and then going home <laughs>
0: <laughs> alone and all she ever needed was comedy yeah
2: <laughs> just a couple of laughs to fill up her heart <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Oh cute oh, is your first ever open mic yeah <laughs> just me at the store
2: being like well this is it this <laughs> is here this is what i got Yay." yeah
1: <laughs> Sorry, speaking of comedy, um, you happen to have a show coming up this week
2: at the Melbourne International International Comedy Comedy Festival. Festival. Uh, Yes, it's called uh, Digging a Hole. That's the show name. Um, Excellent name. (laughs) Thank you. Love it. I just really like saying it and, yeah, I have a lot of hole-themed material, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to write the show about my goddamn rabbit that I got on Gumtree at the beginning of the pandemic, but then I ended up – uh having emergency surgery and i have ptsd so it's a, it's, it's it's become quite a trauma show <laughs> The rabbit. It turns the Sharon the rabbit. It turns out is quite a straightforward story with no Mm -hmm. real opportunity for that many jokes. So
1: (laughs) you got to inject some. You got to stretch an an hour out of something. This is why they make you do it. Like pick the name six months in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be like, "Mm, try make it work. (laughs) Figure it out, (laughs) man. Dare you?
0: You're trapped.
2: Yeah, you and
1: Nanette are in the same situation. Yeah, truly.
2: (laughs) That's just me and Hannah Gadsby, just two autistic ladies. Figuring it out. Um, what yeah, insane. I'm uh, 31st of March to the 10th of April for the Com- Melbourne Comedy Festival mm-hmm. at the yeah. Chinese Museum. Beautiful and then venue. For Sydney Comedy Festival. I am at the the Factory Theatre on the 19th and the 20th of May. Nice. In our city.
1: Yeah. That's where we are.
2: Beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm in see. a shipping container. <gasps> a very doable. number of people <laughs> in yes. a city I don't live in. <laughs> No, that's actually
1: prime real estate Yeah, here. great. I'm um, excited. I long to live in a shipping container. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: cozy. It's like...
1: yeah. All righty, guys. Um, okay, uh,
0: okay, let's... Let's start. Oh, let's go to uh, what have you watched this week? Okay. Beck, what do you recommend? I've been
1: watching so much fucking TV this week, guys. Yeah, it's been raining. I, yeah. What else is there to do? I watched all of Inventing Anna on Netflix.
0: Ooh, I've been seeing the stills for that.
1: Yes. That is, this is my top pick of what I have watched. It's really good. It's like not. Like gruesome true crime, it's like okay. con artist true crime, okay. which is very hot at the moment, it is a very la Tinder swindler, another yes. puppet
2: master, mm, I love I, a, a girl boss criminal.
0: <laughs> yes, she is a girl boss criminal because it's also played by the same girl who was in Ozark. Yes, and she's blowing up right now. She's mm. in like everything.
1: Julia Gardner, She's
0: incredible. I fucking and, love her. And she was in Dirty John as well. She was, yeah. She was
1: the, um, yeah, she was one yeah. of the sisters. <laughs> You went to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: was, yeah, she was a character in that show. You right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <correct.
1: laughs> um, but it's great. I will say also it is very motivating in a dark way Ooh. because at first I was so annoyed by this. Every 30 seconds they play a song That's like, you're a business slut, going to (laughs) slay business, going to kill it all, queen of the world. I love money. I love sex. Money's the game. I'm the best. And you're like, fuck, calm, (laughs) fuck down.
0: Business is just like admins.
2: Was like seriously. So intense, my God. But every then, musician in the business <laughs> slut genre is like, fuck yes, yeah, my time! <laughs> Finally! We've been in the shadows too long. <laughs> Slutting it up for the perfect my show business. for my music. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, there's never been a bre- a better time for slut business music. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I was so offered I by it. I are like, in the slut business music era. Sorry. Hate- no, no, no. Right, sorry. I love that. It's I improving. love that for us. <laughs>
1: But after watching it, I walked away and I was just like so like sassy and confident. Mm-hmm. Like someone pulled out a plans last minute, and I was like, "That's fucking rude. You don't disrespect <laughs> me like that." Nice. I was like, "Just like, oh yeah, that's totally fine." I was like, "No, I'm back <laughs> shot.
0: No one cancels plans on me. Like- business slut. She's a business slut. That's <laughs> right, she's been for a business slut." <laughs> the yeah. to your life now. Yeah, so I've now
1: rebranded as a business slut. Um, I love this. Everyone watch out. <laughs> so that's what I've watched. I since, love like,
0: that you had that like reaction to it, like it empowered you and made you feel so like ready to take on the world because I think that's what we've touched on this before, but that's what dudes feel after watching all these movies that we've never had yeah. is like getting to the, like relating to the lead character and like finishing watching a movie and being like, yeah, I could fucking blow up a plane if I wanted to. <laughs> now we get that. Like, yeah, I love the a so man slack.
2: who watches American Psycho and doesn't realise that it's satire. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's
0: like, yeah,
2: that is good. He and is. I do relate <laughs> cool. to that main character. And it's like, <laughs> oh, no. No,
0: no, no, no. no. <laughs>
2: that is not the uh, intention of the film, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, dear. you have any other recos? Um, oh, okay.
1: Euphoria, guys. I'm back on it. You're back in. Yes. I,
2: I was at a gig on Monday night and it was so funny. There were these, like, 19-year-olds sitting at the bar just, like, oh being God, the it, worst people in the world. Um. Like, at one point they were, like, listening to someone's set and they were like, does she do the same set every week? And I was like, I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> yes, no. sometimes we do.
2: <laughs> we all here. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the job. job are not being paid. Why would I be changing it that often? Calm down.
2: <laughs> and then so they were like, someone mentioned Euphoria on, like the host mentioned Euphoria just offhand, like who's watching Euphoria or whatever, and they all stuck their fingers in their ears, like <gasps> oh. properly like so mad that they might hear spoilers at this open mic. And oh I was God. like, guys, <laughs> that's – like, true, I've never seen, I, it's been so long since I've seen a person put their fingers in their ears. It was incredible. Bam. All of them, like, in unison, like, this was genuine <laughs> state secrets that might get out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> children, I mean, that's who does Yeah, that. well, yeah,
2: literally, true children, yeah. They were, bath. like, so mad. They were, like, I swear to God, if he spoils it, oh, my <laughs> God. And I was, like, your fingers are in your ears. You can't. <laughs> you look so stupid right now. Like comedy show. And also he just literally was just, like, who's watching Euphoria? Anyway, like, he was, like, <laughs> no, he didn't have any plot points. Like, imagine. Imagine if that was his bit it was just yeah. like <laughs> spoiling
0: season two of yeah E-Mora. just
2: like i have intricate thoughts in my <laughs> fucking five minute spot <laughs> Um, yeah. Also,
1: that's an easy question to answer. You just look around at everyone who's wearing colored eyeshadow, and you're like, "That's who's watching Euphoria."
0: <laughs> yeah, these bitches,
1: yeah. me included, right now. Yeah. Your <laughs> um, eyeshadow
0: looks beautiful today. Can I just thank say, you. gorgeous? I'm yeah.
1: going through every palette so quickly now. I'm so jealous. It was just one shade of brown before that I'd mow through, and now that's I'm where like, I'm at.
0: Put it all on <laughs> oh, the colors, brown of the brown. wind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, guys, what have you watched this week? Do you recommend anything?
2: Um, I've been. Uh, uh, doing my tramping around Sydney mm. walk. Uh, business sledding w- around. Business <laughs> sledding around the, <laughs> the streets. So I've been listening to a lot of audio books because oh, that's nice. how I live. Cool. Um, big into an audio book. I, I really love, um, I listened to The Stranger Times by C.K. Mm-hmm. McDonald earlier mm-hmm. in the year and then the second one just came out. It's called This Charming Man and it's about like a newspaper about like, got, like, Paranormal goings on Mm. in Manchester, but then it turns out the paranormal goings on are actually real, and then they get involved with. It's just a bit of fun, you know. It's like it's like Jasper Ford, Ben Aronovich, like Terry Pratchett esque, like fun, like funny sort of fantasy. You know comedy. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. awesome. Very. I knew one of to those read. names. Okay, great.
0: <laughs> I, I knew zero. I'm very <laughs> okay. Those are like my favorite
2: old white men, like British <laughs> white men that write comedy fantasy. They're my my dreams. It's okay, McDonald
0: is Irish, but yeah, you got to have a top three. Yeah, in that <laughs> <laughs> in that category. <laughs> no, I, I I just don't really read a lot of books, unfortunately. And um, this is our first book recommendation that we've had yeah, on the podcast. Okay. So, <laughs> thank You're you for. Bums, I'm sorry. Thank you for <laughs> no, bumping us up. To I've the brought next...
2: the wrong vibe to no, the podcast we, God. we've we gone from business slut to
1: literature so <laughs> to okay, it's comedy
2: up. fantasy it's not <laughs> literature any English teacher would, any English teacher I had in high school would be like that's not proper reading and I'd be like fuck you but I'm having a good time you I left high school
0: ages ago yeah.
2: <laughs> that's just so crazy because everyone
1: I know who's into reading, loves comedy fantasy. Like anyone who's still reading as an adult, it's either like severe self help, yep, or comedy fantasy. Yeah, like. literally.
2: Well, like as a teenager, no one else was reading except me because I was reading sci fi fantasy fun shit, and they right. were like, "You should read the whatever, Wind of the, the Willow." Well, <laughs> to be fair, I love the Wind of the Willow. <laughs> As soon as I said I was like, that's as one actually, of my favorites. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a very great like the, uh, What was, they were always trying to get me to read The Kite Runner and shit, and I was like, I'm okay. Oh. I <laughs> don't want to feel worse. I'm 16. <laughs> Everything is terrible. <laughs> I do not want to feel worse. Yes. <laughs> I want to watch happy things. I want to read happy I things. I want to read fun satire through the lens of trolls and goblins. Is
0: that too
2: much to Not too much to us. Not too much to us. <laughs> not too much to us um alexia yes What
0: have you
1: watched this week
0: well i actually I'm, I'm about to class this joint up as well oh
1: my god i'm about to be so
0: because bad. <laughs> i went to the movies the other night and watched a black and white film oh
1: my god that- by the name of
0: belfast oh. have you heard of this film yes it looks scary Scary? It's actually not scary. Um, I mean, like
1: scary in the fact that it looks very like filmsy, artsy, and that I wouldn't. Intimidating. Yes, yes,
0: it is scary in that. Girl. Okay, but, all right, uh, it's, cool, cool As we always find with these types of films Like once you start watching you're like Oh, this is totally understandable And I don't know why I was so intimidated for years and years But um, so it's uh, Jamie Dornan is the main guy From Fifty Shades From 50 Shades, Fifty Shades of Grey But he has turned a corner And he is not problematic anymore He is beautiful oh in this god. film Oh my god, he's stunning He's like older He's got like salt and pepper hair He's a dad He's Irish Like he's got his actual Irish you <laughs> Fucking okay. (laughs) Anyway, um Ah! (laughs) So it's a movie and it's I really recommend it. Oh, and fucking uh Judy Dench is in it. Hell yeah. It's just a beautiful, like it's like there's a bit moments where you cry and stuff, but it's just you come out of it, it's heartwarming, you learn something about history, I think, and yeah, highly recommend it. And you were horny for Jamie Dornan. Fucking horny for Jamie Dornan. Nice. My partner was even horny for Jamie Dornan. Hell yeah. He's (sighs) he's got the look that even when he comes on stage straight. Cis men will be like, he's a beautiful man. Love that. I so, love that. That's something him.
1: so comforting when you're watching something with a lover, mm. and you're like, oh no, I'm very attracted to someone yeah. on the screen. That's so awkward yeah. because like oh, they're right here, right here, and I don't yeah. want to make things weird. And then they're like, no, they're hot as shit. You're like,
0: what? oh thank God.
1: Okay, all right, let's
0: get into it. It's a mental (laughs) three-way. Nice. (laughs) Pause the film, let's discuss. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's what I recommend this week. Fantastica. Shall we get into the film that has brought us here today?
1: Okay, guys, this week we are doing, oh my God, a heavy headache, Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
0: Mm -hmm. So, Grace. You chose this film tell us what is your history with with the Ferris Bueller okay so I hadn't seen it before Mm -hmm.
2: because this is the reason I thought it was a dude film is because my dad tick like (laughs) I don't know what my dad was like this is film is great you will love it it's such a good you got and and just like I love my dad I had no other sorts of rebellions this was my one thing where I was like no (laughs) 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 I am Gonna watch this film because you are too into it, and I I don't know why. I just like for some reason was like, no, I refuse. Like I absolutely refuse to watch this because my dad likes it, and I won't. And I so valid. I don't know why because I watched it and I was like, this rules. This movie is so good. (laughs) Although I was still like stressed, and because as a kid I was probably more anxious than I am now. I reckon uh, it was semi fuck you, dad, and semi. I'm too stressed out about them getting in trouble. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't like it.
0: <laughs> Just go to school. It's fine. Oh, my God. You have hit on so many dude cinema points. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. Like, yeah. you, I know exactly why you rebelled against this movie because when someone... Pushes it, pushes a movie on you too hard. Your natural response is to rebel against nope, it. Nope. Everyone needs to learn that. There needs to be PSAs all over the fucking world. About you got to offhand it. You got to be like, oh, this is offhand it. <laughs> or as we've also discovered, take the route of I think you would really enjoy this. Make it personal. Yeah. Make it like you've thought Tell about the person why. that you're forcing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So it's, that's why
1: it's the overconfidence of just mm. being like it's I a know classic, you. and it's
0: like well what, that means nothing to me. Yeah, mm. exactly. <laughs>
1: it was perfect, perfect for this podcast.
0: Uh, Beck, what is your history with um, so Bueller, Comma Ferris?
1: It's so interesting you brought up the anxiety factor of this because I watched this when I was younger. Like I would have been definitely closer to high school than I am now. <laughs> you know what something like two years ago yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> I, was like, I know numbers <laughs> and i remember being so stressed and not enjoying it because i was like
2: they're gonna get caught yeah. like yes well i think that if they made this movie now mm. they would have like part of the like that you know to create tension they would get caught yeah. And I was, yeah. that stresses right. me out. And Demi, I was watching it with Demi and Tom because I'm staying with them um, while I'm in Sydney. And Demi was like, I just need you to know that It's okay, like they don't (laughs) get caught. It's okay, and then, man, then I was really able to enjoy the movie because, like, I was like, "Oh, nothing bad's gonna happen." I like that a lot, and
0: (laughs) that—that well, I think if they made it now
2: to make the tension and to make us like care, like I, I feel like I've seen movies similar to this where they do get caught, and that's like part of the tension. But this was so enjoyable because. They didn't and it yeah. was just fun antics and no one got in trouble and it was okay. Like, oh, my
0: God, you are speaking to me so <laughs> I loved it so much. But, yeah. yeah, That was the other point is the stakes aren't, like, I guess, yeah, as a 16-year-old the stakes are high in this film. They Well, I
2: think they would have felt higher when yeah. I was in school. In school, yeah. Yeah, because I was such a good kid and, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. the idea of him not being able to graduate if he got another sick day, like, that was so crazy to me. Mm. First of all, because I was – off sick for like a third of year 12 because I was chronically ill and I'm like god imagine if they hadn't let me graduate that would have been I would have killed myself but I
0: (laughs) Uh, different vibe Um, yeah I was not in a place to
2: watch this as a teenager actually (laughs) whereas now I'm like like genuinely like that the fact that he wasn't stressed about not graduating made me more stressed yeah right um and it would have been worse as a kid, but, like, watching it now when, when they don't get caught and everything's okay, I was kind of like, that actually rules. Like, yeah. And, and even, right. like, when Cameron, like, he wrecks his dad's car, yeah. we didn't have to have the scene where his dad finds it. Yeah. Like. I yeah. loved that, where it was yeah. just like, I, I this has happened, I'm taking a stand, Cameron feels good about it, leave the movie. Uh, we yeah. don't have to have this interaction. I'm not stressed out by the fact that his dad is yelling at him. We don't have to engage with their dynamic at all. Mm. That was very fun, I think, as well, was that there was almost no examining of the interact like the relationships between the adults and the teenagers Mm. it was almost none of it I loved that Mm. like it was so completely separate and we didn't have to humanize any of the adults it was just like we're teens we're we're messing around and nothing bad happened and it's okay like yeah
0: the stakes thing like that just doesn't really happen that much in movies anymore I think we're so conditioned to stakes being high that every iteration every like generation of movies needs to up them and up them so you're right if that movie was made this day, these days, there would have been like a school shooter or something. God, you know? something like, awful. Yeah, <laughs> or I at love least that. there would have
2: been like the threat of him, like you know, a teacher, a parent-teacher conference, yes. or the mm. you know, the dad being like, "I'm I'm disappointed in you. Why aren't you thinking about your future?" Yeah. Whereas, I feel like it was made for teenagers who are like literally like, I don't know why I'm not thinking about my future, but I don't want to think about it too much. And I yeah. want to relate. And something. I want to be. And like that's so cool. It's I love very that. Cool. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. See. If all these people who told us to watch Harris Wheelers had led with that kind of introduction, I would have definitely watched this film. I, <laughs> I instead ass- of just I, saying it's the
2: best movie ever. I assumed that he got in trouble because yeah. of the premise of the film. Yeah. You assume that there's a... And like, Something yeah, cuts up. And there's no stakes. Even nice. when his sister gets goes to like goes to the police station his mum's not that mad like she's mad mad. but it's like fine yeah
0: totally
2: (laughs) she like makes out with charlie
0: sheen (laughs) yes (laughs) okay we'll we'll get into that oh Um, alex
1: what's your history with the film
0: well i think i had seen it i think i'd seen it once at my friend Jake's house when we were teenagers. I remember it it being put on the television, but I don't remember anything from the film at all. Mm, So mm it definitely didn't like hit with me at all. Um, And, yeah, I I was the same as you, Grace. Like I just thought that the stakes were high, that, yeah, like it's kids being like rambunctious and then they get in a lot of trouble, like a Bill and Ted's kind of thing. Um, But I just was never attracted to this film to watch it at all. Um, And boy, was I wrong. Mm. Shall we jump in? Let's do it. All right. It's getting pretty tough
2: coming up with new illnesses. <coughs> it's a little childish, but then so is high school.
0: Annie, you're not going to school like this.
2: Call if you need us. They bought it. How could I possibly be expected to handle school on a day like this? Bueller. Cameron Dave Get dressed and come on over. Bueller. He has been absent nine times. My father spent three years restoring this
0: car. I guess that's my dad. One man's struggle to take it easy. After high school, slacker Ferris Bueller successfully fakes an illness in order to skip school for the day. He goes on a series of adventures throughout Chicago with his girlfriend Sloan and his best friend Cameron, all the while trying to outwit his wily school principal and fed up sister. Bas- yeah that's pretty good that's, yeah damn <laughs> essentially yes um, yeah so grace for anyone who hasn't seen this film how would you describe ferris bueller's day off
2: um yeah i that's basically that's it pretty good. he he's like i i'm having the day off i'm faking i'm faking ill to to get off from school and then he gets his 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 best friend, who's like in an existential crisis, to mm. also come, mm. <laughs> and then he breaks like his, a tree house in the forest. Yeah, he breaks his girlfriend out of school, and they all do too many activities for one day. So many activities, you would yeah. not be able to fit all that in. I swear first they don't get
0: started till at least ten, eleven. A.m., oh right, well you but you
2: got to go through all the thing of getting of off getting from off school, school, and that's like eight thirty by then, and then you
0: corral everyone,
2: corral everyone. You got like eleven, and then you go to a a restaurant, a baseball game, a goddamn parade. parade. <laughs> Baseball it's, games go for hours as well. They do. At, at an art gallery. Yeah. It was too much. Crazy. By 3 p.m., my God. I know. Well, he was like, i got to be home by 6, but I was like, you got to be home by 3 because your sister's coming home. She knows, yeah. what, she knows what the fuck is up, man. I don't know if you know, but you're not in her good books there. She is yeah. furious with you. <laughs> Jennifer Grey is absolutely <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucked off. <laughs> okay, yeah, awesome. That is, yeah. Amazing. That is definitely, that is Ferris Bueller's day off. So let's start with cast. Sarah Jessica Parker's husband stars Broderick. in this, Matthew Broderick. Wait, what? Yes. That's how we should refer to all Hollywood male A-listers is whose husband they are. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but what the fuck? Really? Yeah, they've been married for
2: years. Since oh. 1997. I looked
0: it no. up. Really? It's really
2: cool. That is cool.
1: That's, oh my God, that's also, beautiful. Like,
2: isn't that cute? I was like, just like, Demi like turned the TV on and was like, all right, we're we'll watching the movie. And then I was like, did Matthew Broderick kill someone? And then that was like he the, did. F- yeah. He oh my did. god, he totally Fully did. Fully killed yeah. two women. Yeah. What was was it a in car? a car accident? Oh, yeah. I forgot about. On that. a straight road, he drifted into the lane, head-on collision. Two women died. <gasps> Jennifer Gray also in the car. Whoa. Was it Jennifer Gray or was it Jennifer Gray the sister because they were dating at the time? <gasps>
1: Oh. Ew. Oh. Right? <laughs> I know they're not really brother and sister, but Ooh. ew.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and I love Jennifer Grey because Dirty Dancing is one of my favorite movies. Oh, and yeah. she in that? Yeah, she she's Miss Dirty
1: Dancing she's herself. Baby. I have not seen Dirty Dancing. She well, I hadn't seen it
2: until the pandemic. And then oh. my flatmate Bronwyn was like, what do you mean you haven't seen Dirty Dancing? Look at yourself. It's going to be your favorite movie. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you can't know that. I we really watched it and I was like, this is my favorite movie. I love this so so much <laughs> it's a movie no one ever this is the thing no one ever hits the correct plot points for me when they tell me why I should watch a movie thank you because for Dirty Dancing I was like oh it's like a movie about like dancing mm-hmm. like I like they fall in love whatever it's it rules it's a movie about a summer camp mm. where a girl learns to dance so that another girl can get an abortion
0: it rules yes. dude Fair it's no the idea. best it's so good and right, when you come back to Sydney we'll have to do Dirty Dancing because i that's actually a movie that I have been told so often you have well, but to see I've it.
2: only been told it by
0: women like I thought it was that's like, a, right, dude, a girl movie dude cinema is encapsulates all genders okay great I yeah. love that yeah. um
2: but yeah it's like one of those things where it's like it's a classic mm-hmm. which for some reason I thought that meant it was not good yeah boring and <laughs> then I watched it and I was like this is the all the jokes are so funny. Great. The music is incredible and everyone is so hot and it's the best. But and there's you. an abortion. I
0: love it so much. <laughs> 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 oh my box is a tick. Okay, but I didn't anyway, know. Anyway, I'm talking
2: about the wrong movie. That's <laughs> no, right,
0: that's okay. Matthew Broderick's a murderer, that's where we are. Yeah, were. we did yeah. need to
1: <laughs> pivot away from that for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah, a yeah, moment yeah. of levity. Wow, um, I,
0: yeah, fuck, I forgot about that. Was, so would that have been around, like, this age for him if he, if he and what's-her-name were in the card again? It must have been a few it years must have been after. after, Yeah. Yes. So
1: it hadn't happened yet, so we can still enjoy this movie. Yay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but everything else he does. <laughs> um, so what do you guys think about Matt
1: Eric? I have to say, okay, he was great. Mm-hmm. He played the character very well. In my mind, did you guys feel that actually Cameron was, like, the person you felt most connected to in the story, absolutely,
0: sure. yes, absolutely. I I love that Cameron was a character in this film. Yeah, again, I don't think because this is eighty six, mm. right? This was made the year I was born. I can't believe how many for watch was a, essentially a kids or young adult film. How many like awesome and like really. Touching and heavy and deep subjects they kind of got into, mostly about Cameron. Mm. Like, and like I said, his existential crisis, or he's like 16. Well, yeah, and he's he going was mentally ill. Like, and-, and
2: that's cool. And like the way Ferris interacted with him as his best friend, he was like, I care about you mm. and I want you to feel better. Yeah. But I'm still 16 and I don't understand the How nuance of to do that. depression at all. Yeah. And so I'm doing this in a way that I think is working. Yeah. But is potentially making things worse. Mm. Mm. Um, and then they had that nice moment at the end where it was like, "Well, I could have stopped you." Like, you know, he's like, "Oh, this is my fault. I did this yeah. to you." And he's like, but "I could have stopped you." You know, mm. uh, it's such a nice friendship relationship as well, especially between two boys. Two in boys. High as well. Yes. Yeah.
0: And I felt that from Ferris as well throughout it. Whenever Cameron had little moments of freaking out, all of which were totally warranted. Very by much the way. so. Yeah. I hope mm. he wasn't like played to be the like over thinking angsty guy because he had all of the right concerns yeah yeah, yeah, (laughs) very much throughout this entire film but there was like a a moment where he was freaking out about the car and and he was saying to Ferris like you don't care you don't care what happens and I just in that moment I expected Ferris to just be like oh you know screw you but he he literally turns to Cameron and he's like what you don't think I care and he's like basically let's communicate about it let's Mm. talk about it this this whole day
2: was me caring about you yeah yeah. (laughs) which and it's like we just have different styles yeah but it's it's both of us are saying i love you and it's so nice (laughs) and it's a comedy like they dip into it so nicely yeah never do you feel sunk in the sadness of a situation it's always like in and out joked joke like it's so, it's such good timing and
0: pacing. Beautifully paced and written. And again, it's that, that stakes thing. It's like never read the stakes too high, I guess for too long. It's always resolved.
2: So good. Mm. Yeah. And same with the romance with him and Sloan. First of all, she is oh. gorgeous. She's so pretty. Isn't yeah. she the most beautiful person i've ever oh my seen God. Oh, like from every angle i'm like stop incredible it. the yeah. eyes and the lips and then oh she was wearing one pearl earring and one dangly <gasps> earring and i was like I- I'm in love with you. I, such a those, good see, those choice. Like, those
0: like knee length shorts. The perfect length of shorts. Oh, can yes, I just say thank you. I agree. the
2: best length of shorts? They need to make shorts that long because I hate when my thighs rub together. Yeah. I hate it. Below sticky, the short. Yeah. You need a short that cut like to the knees. Yes. So you get no sticky skin next to it. And now yeah. they don't make shorts that long. No. It's a goddamn nightmare <laughs> finding shorts. 80, the whole movie I was like, those shorts was. rule. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about those shorts. And the boots? The boots that came ah uh, yeah. incredible. I agree. She's gorgeous but I loved their romance of mm. like, it was so being 16. yes, yeah. So like romantic and tender and sweet but also I love that they didn't resolve anything mm. where yeah. it was just like, he was genuinely like, I love you. And when he's running away because he has to get back home and she's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. Oh. And she's like, he's going to marry me. And mean, oh, yeah. like... <laughs>
1: It's such a nice line. Because I love that line. I think it was my favourite line in the whole movie. Because
2: she genuinely believes it, he genuinely believes it, but we don't have to know yeah. if that happens or not. Yeah. Because it's like you know in your brain maybe it doesn't because mm. she's still got another year of high school, he's going to college. Like it's a it's a 16-year-old relationship. Mm. But it's so from a 16-year-old perspective of like it's such a beautiful romance of no adult Vision is looking at it like they don't know how it's going to end up. But it's like we only see it through their eyes of like, They love each other and that's it. And then the movie ends. And, again, the Mm. stakes
0: are never too high. Like I feel like sometimes when adults write teenagers, they inject, like, I guess, I haven't seen Euphoria, but I imagine this is...
1: Oh, the stakes going to be higher. (laughs)
0: Yeah, like adults (laughs) injecting adult problems into teenage storylines. I get it. There is a place for it and Euphoria might be it, but, like, this movie obviously wasn't it. It was such a good smattering of, like,
2: such teenage kissing, mm-hmm. but not so much that Cameron ever felt left
0: out. Oh, yeah, because yeah. they
2: had on right next to
0: him, but, it, yeah, it's it, never But it was, like, so
2: tender and sweet and clear that they loved each other, but also, like, not euphoria-esque, like, yeah. we're going to go fuck in the bathroom yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it was like, tits on the screen, that's not even like, an, an option for us. Like, we're just enjoying <laughs> this part of this. <laughs> and, like, the scene when they're in the art gallery and they're, like, making out in front of that stained glass window. Oh, that's so pretty. And Cameron is just experiencing pointillism and he's just like man they made a whole bunch of dots to make this painting that rules (laughs) like they just keep zooming in and they're just like having this beautiful like it's shot so pretty but also the scene of cameron experiencing pointillism is also shot in such a pretty the way same. where it's like yeah. it's,
0: this is the joke. The gravity is but as I much. Could, it's the same gravity. It's yeah. the same tenderness, which I loved. I <laughs> loved that moment when I didn't know there was a word for it. Pointillism, excellent. Good to I know. I think that's what that painting is, right?
1: That's right. right? I well, was I, – I, you I, had uh, – Two sentences after you said
0: it, I was like, "That's
1: what it is." is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I love that scene. That's probably one of my favorite moments. Is the dichotomy between those two shots, and also just like Cameron being just this like angsty sixteen year old, just seeing this painting with like this weird little girl kind of hiding behind a. tree and he's like the way I saw it was kind of like he's really connecting with that particular character in this painting and he's going into it into it into it and he's having like a little mini existential crisis because that's what's art's meant to make you do and I was like this is just so cute I just love that he's having that moment.
2: (laughs) I loved it in the way that like teenagers have decided to go to an art gallery (laughs) and they're not oh making fun of it or like, oh, we're in an art gallery ironically or whatever. It was genuinely we were experiencing some of the greatest art. (laughs) Like there was all these Picassos, like really famous art and they were really genuinely experiencing art in a way that was so cool and like still in this like through this teenage lens but it wasn't how adults would think teenagers would experience Mm. art. It's like... They are little people. like they're you know, they're young, but they're still people, and they're still experiencing art in the same way that everyone experiences those artworks mm. in that they're incredible, you know, yeah. Mm. and the scene where that the um the string of of kids on their <gasps> excursion. oh my God, I love that scene. So cute. It goes, it goes for so
1: long of like just this line of kids holding hands walking through the art gallery. And then, because it builds enough suspense. There's enough like, kids where when is you're is like, why are we end? watching this shot? There's so many kids. <laughs> it's been so hard to coordinate. There'll be so many parents <laughs> on set having to be guardians. This is crazy. And then all of a sudden you see all the, the trio go across. And all like, holding ah! hands. And it's so gorgeous. So and
0: beautiful. Uh,
1: watching that in that moment, it was like, you could just see, it's like, they're just so young and free. Yes. They don't have jobs. They don't have rent to pay. Yeah. And they don't have
2: vendettas or enemies yet like yet. this is great <laughs> <laughs> like their biggest problem is that he's had nine days off of school yeah and that for some reason that means he might not be able to graduate but it's like they're gonna sort that out like he still he doesn't it's mind a big, though. it feels like a big problem to me mm. as the watcher. like that's the biggest problem like and that's yeah really nice to watch that's a movie where that's the biggest stake where so I'm like lovely. I'm worried about that but I'm also not worried about that mm-hmm. because it is gonna be okay because yeah. you're mm. 16 and it is gonna be okay yes. like that's so great. I love a
0: low stakes movie. Yeah. You, you don't, don't get that, get that, that so, so much <laughs> in movies where
2: it's like the stakes have to be so high. And that's almost what puts me off of movies. Especially when I'm they're like... described
0: as classic movies because then that yeah, usually totally. means they're big and lots of people die. It
2: makes me think that I have to really ant, like, really prepare, like, ant hmm. myself up to watch a movie as opposed to a TV show yes. where – it's the same sorts of stories and and you usually resolve within 20 to 30 minutes. exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like I can watch like six episodes of a TV show and it's like it's longer than a movie but there's more resolution yes whereas with a movie I feel like I have to be I I, I don't know I think people underestimate how much of how you how much you have to be involved in movie watching like emotionally you yeah. genuinely have to like get in a place where you're able to like, yes, do it,
0: you know. Yes, you have articulated so much of what this, podcast and especially is. <laughs> especially <laughs> the classic movies and movies that people have told you you have yeah. to watch, which all you know. Another thing we often come up against is they're all like three plus hours. So long. long. Yeah. This, this was, was an hour a and a half. Beautiful oh. hour and a half. Like, bring back the ninety minute fuck film. What the yes. fuck has happened? It's to like Hollywood? it's an hour and a half.
2: It's gorgeous. Mm. It's beautifully shot. It's so funny. Mm. Like, there's jokes all through, all through it. it. And you're just having a blast the whole time, and I love the sister.
0: Yes, she's great. I, she I love really Jennifer cool. Grey. Like yeah. uh,
2: she's so, she's also stunning, and mm. she is so funny. Like the, the moment when she calls the police, and they think that she's <gasps> calling, and then she she crams the phone back together, and she's like,
0: "Dickhead!" And yes, like it's that was a, such a fun. Scene.
2: Like it's such a good choice like yeah. she is making such incredible she's doing they're all doing such incredible face acting yeah which is like so teenage like all the scenes where he's like pretending to be sick and he's like doing those like fake smiles and, yeah. la- and
0: the, the baby voice to mom and yes. dad yes like that was really funny yeah, so and funny so, and what it's you so see normally perfect like it's like yeah that's what Mm. you
2: do look like
0: yeah everyone
2: can tell but it wasn't
0: it it was so natural like matt broderick had like did really well in that because was so natural it wasn't like he was parodying something or anything like that is just what he that character how he talks to his parents yeah totally and the scene with the yeah the sister was hilarious that whole scene where the principal is broken into the house is just i thought that was like such a funny not even slapstick, but just such a funny sequence of events. Like when she, what does she, th- she? She like throws kicks him in the face, yeah, and then she runs up the stairs squealing like <laughs> <laughs> the running up the stairs. <laughs> is <so good. laughs> And then she 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 speaks on the um, intercom, so she's trying to talk to the intruder yeah. from <laughs> elsewhere in the <laughs> house. And she says at the end, and I could not stop laughing, she goes, I'd also like to add that I have my father's gun and a scorching case of herpes. Yes. Oh, and when she's
2: <laughs> and she's like, I, I'm very protective of my body. I do not want it violated or killed.
0: Yeah. Or killed. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so that's great. And like for 86, that's really like more, I feel like modern comedy kind of dialogue, like just how quick and cutting it was. All the dialogue mm. was so funny. And yeah. even, oh man, I loved
2: it. The scene where he's on the parade float. Yeah. And he's doing Twist and Shout. Yeah. And you get all these shots of joyous. everybody Absolutely singing joyous. Twist and Shout. And But I love, I re, like, if you'd made that movie now, we would have had to hear a cover of Twist and Shout. Yeah. Like, he would have had to sing. That's true. And I, I loved that. that he just, we just got to hear Twist and Shout. Yeah. yeah. Which is, a, we just got to hear the Beatles, which is an awesome song. We that. didn't have to deal with him yeah. doing a version of it. He was just like genuinely. Lip syncing into a microphone, yeah. Not even trying that hard. So we just got to hear what is an awesome song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And my favorite, the part original of that... version
1: of an awesome song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it would be. Th- could you imagine Mathrick Mathric Boderick? Yeah, Mathrick <laughs> <laughs> Boderick. Matthew Boderick singing "Twist and chat. You'd be like, "This is not.
2: Ew. This is not <laughs> it. This is not bringing the joy yes. that this scene does." And like so, everyone dancing on the stairs, and his dad yeah. in, his, in the office dancing. The stair
0: choreography sent me because, like... That was really... (laughs) uh, Can I just say, though, just before getting into this, this whole movie, it's very weird, though. Like, the way it's shot, the way it's paced, it is very, like, it feels more, like, indie stuff. Like, they got away with a lot of things that I think they wouldn't. Like, for example... The choreography on the stairs—it's just so weird and like misplaced, but amazing. Well, I think that's
2: like John Hughes's like whole style, right? Is like I can't even think of another John
0: Hughes movie. I feel this like Pretty
1: in Pink.
0: Is that him? Didn't he do The Breakfast Club? Breakfast yes, Club. The Breakfast Club.
1: I think he did Pretty in Pink or Sixteen Candles. 16, Sixteen Candles. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I interrupted you. He there. had like
2: a style, yeah, which very cool. But then, yeah, the the stair choreography is awesome because it's all of these just this all. It's like a a whole group of black people who you're like, were you guys hanging out before? Yeah, <laughs>
1: did you know that this was coming up? Are you part of the parade? Are you a dance
2: crew or, what, like, what's happening? And the choreography is not, it's not like, oh, they're, they're doing a dance now. It's mm, like yeah. they're just sort of vaguely wandering. Like it's like such, the They're just doing some steps Half and clicks us, to the side. And like, you're like,
1: oh, that could be improvised,
2: and then they go into like, five, six, (laughs) seven. And you're like, oh,
1: okay, okay. It
2: rules, because it's not like we cast a dance troupe to do a cameo. Sure. It's like Mm. we cast...
0: Some normal who would be in
2: the crowd to do some dancing yeah. which yeah. i love so much more <laughs> to just be like do, do we love this song because yeah. who doesn't love that song yeah. <laughs> it's so indicative of his charisma that he's not even singing not even da- just holding a microphone and yeah. he picked a kind song yeah and everyone is like encapsulated like yeah. just completely into what he's doing which is so it's which is the same as Everyone at the school like raising money for him because mm. they think he's dying. Yeah. And like in the newspaper in the cab, it's like y- <laughs> community rallies around local youth. Like that's ill sick, youth. Yeah, <laughs> Ill youth <laughs> and it's like, when did they publish that? It's been yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Today. laughs> That's such a funny running joke. That and is. like, you understand why Jennifer Gray, as a like, you. Be mad too if you were his sister. You'd be like, he gets away with goddamn everything. And you are you'd be mad if you were Cameron too, because you're like, he does get away with everything. He doesn't have to deal with my fucking dad. (laughs) Fair. You know? Yeah. But he's so lovable in this way that everyone is like, all right, fine. Fine. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then there was that little conversation with the sister, like, who was talking to her? Like figuring out. Why? Yeah, why yeah. she was so mad, and it's yeah. because she can't get away with it, and like yeah. that kind of little realization was really cute. Should we talk about Charlie Sheen? Oh yes, <laughs> the best. So oh, good. the highest hair anyone's ever he had. He looks screen. like Angel from Buffy. Why oh, does he? Yeah. Why does he have <laughs> vampire
2: makeup on? It's so, <laughs> so weird. Random. And It'll it's like, fuck. The, the the like fun fact is that he stayed up for like three days to do it, and it's like. It's a small part, man. In a yeah. children's movie. I mean,
1: knowing Charlie Sheen, I think method. he probably stayed up for three days for other reasons. Well,
2: yeah, that was the thing. It was like <laughs> him being like committed to method acting of like a guy who's on drugs. I mean, yeah. It's like, yeah, you're ch- yeah, <laughs> you're Charlie, Charlie Sheen, dude. part, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how old he is, but he looks so young.
1: Yeah. He would have been like tw- early yeah, 20s for
0: was this. he
2: tiny. He... It's such a good part. Like, I love that.
0: Mm. I love their little like romance. It was just so. That's another scene that just felt so different from the way films were written, especially in the eighties. It must be the John Hughes touch, because, yeah. Because like, just I don't know. Just the dialogue was just kind of weird and sweet, but like, it just no storyline went where I thought or expected it to go. Mm. And I thought something bad would happen with the Charlie Sheen character, but no, they just have a little smooch. They just made and, out, and yeah. oh, I that's
2: loved it. Jennifer Grey going away like going down the stairs yes that was such good teenage girl like it was so like (laughs) uh, anyway uh, (laughs) and like tripping over backwards and like it was spot on 17 like that's so cool and like i feel like a lot of the time with modern stuff when they have where where it's already adults playing teenagers Mm. they are these Mm -hmm. teenagers Trying to play adults, yes. yeah, and I loved how teenage everybody was. Yeah, like they were, you know, in a a way that it's like it's meticulously done mm. because mm. you know it's still a John Hughes movie and everyone's doing a very specific character that doesn't exist in real life. But the way they acted the character was still like so, still real, so realistic, so teenage, and so yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I loved her, and I loved that her making out with him was like her being like, you know what, he gets away with it because he just decides he can. I can just decide I can too. Yeah. Because, like, she was making out with that guy. She wasn't really in trouble. Her yes. mom was driving her home and he she was having sort of a, a go at her, but not really, and she was just like, I've decided I'm not
0: in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, cool, man. You know what, she, that. That's she what business slutted that. She business slutted yes.
1: the hell out of it. She I really loved did. it. Making moves, not a lot of money,
0: but... <laughs> <laughs> I felt, have you seen um, Back to the Future? <gasps> okay. Uh, did you get, real, I got real Marty McFly vibes from For this. For sure. But I have, the, but there are a, a few distinctions.
2: Okay, I have I seen have, Back I to saw. the Future. Okay, My friend made me watch it when I was like 19 because I thought I had seen Back to the Future, but what I had was these like VHS tapes of like animated bits where like, Doc Brown teaches you science. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know what the hell I had, but I was like... Yeah, it's where he tells you about um, how they invented electricity. It's like, <laughs> no, that is not the film. I was like, oh, well. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it then. So then I watched it and I was like, oh, this movie rules. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do love that John Mulaney bit where he's yes. like, we're going to imply that a white man wrote John to be good, so and we're, we're going to take, take that away from you." <laughs> um,
0: oh. Did you, who, okay, sorry, Beck, you're.
2: Well, I was
1: going to say, uh Marty McFly wants to be Ferris Bueller Thank and he's not you. pulling
0: it off. Absolutely. But I percent so, so much harder with Ferris than I did yep. with Marty because he's he's trying to be that cool, exciting guy, but it just, sorry, it comes naturally to Ferris. Yeah, yeah.
1: and Ferris is caring and inclusive yes. and like likes to celebrate other people, whereas Marty's like, huh, this is my story, so if you can't
2: get on board... Fucking loser. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Ferris wants to make it, make the day about every, he wants everyone to have a good day. Mm, whereas Mighty Me Fly is like, ugh. I'm like, you know, I'm having my own thing over here. Yeah, a fucking, yeah. I'm a I'm going to go try and fuck my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love when first was like calling the payphone at the school and just being like, give me to someone else. Like just to a random yes. freshman being like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I might need a kidney transplant. And he's like, oh, wow. Do you think you'll be all right by this weekend? <laughs> That is She's PR been, at its finest. Truly. Just backing yourself so hard. You're like, give me to anyone. I'll sell myself. Yeah, yeah, I'll sell I'll the tell story. Them, Just spread the rumor, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And we didn't even cover the principal at all. But <gasps> I love great. him. He's so really funny. funny. And I love Grace, the receptionist.
1: The receptionist <laughs> is so fucking funny. Every so funny. a bit part in this. Everyone fucking went full business slut. Yeah, <clears throat> they really did. their parts. Everyone put
2: 100% in. And even, like, the bus driver. It in like the post-credits scene, yes! she was being oh so funny. She wasn't even part of the movie, really. She was just like, "I'm in. I'm doing this bit." Like she was like doing like Natasha leone Like, is that who I'm thinking of from Russian Doll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. was like, "I'm. This is my bit. <laughs> uh, I'm the fun. I'm, I'm the fucking it. bus driver. I smoked a pack a day." Yeah. Like she knew her character, and it, she was only in it for. 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I just thought, yeah, so funny, so clever in ways that I, I really expected, I went into this expecting it to be like a slapstick 80s screwball comedy. Yes,
2: because mm. my dad also made me watch Animal House. Very generous. Oh,
0: no. Yes. Animal House
2: sucked. Yeah. I was like, this. That's what I expected like it to the, be like. All the, all the jokes where it's like, I get it, she's getting changed and he's watching her and she doesn't know. She's got tits. So funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You so don't understand funny. why I would be upset if that was. Happening to me? Okay. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. At no point
0: in this did I cringe or did no. I feel bad for any of the female characters. Like it was, everyone was having a great it time, was having a good consensual time yes yeah. the best i see why this is a classic I um, and i also think i i mean i don't know the history of john hughes maybe we could do a patreon on him because i know there's some stuff around him and his filmmaking or the types of films he made but yeah in ter- just in terms of his style how i was saying before it's just a bit different it's a bit eclectic a bit weird there were like so many moments in this like for example you know the really long chase scene at the end yeah uh did you notice like the the, the score in the background was really like it was just this like tribal kind of like bang for ages and it like it like got heavier and heavier and bigger and bigger till it like went into this big crescendo but it just added this like really weird tense feeling to this crazy montage of a chase scene and then like the scene at the end where they are running the car in reverse in like on stilts Mm. um they're having a really intense conversation with Cameron. It's where he's really getting like he's saying he's suicidal and he hates his dad and stuff. It's really intense. And the only other sound, there's no music behind it. The only other sound is you can hear is the hum of the engine. Mm. Yes. It's so intense like and this is but it's handled so beautifully. And I'm like, this is a comedy, and I don't feel uncomfortable or like this is out of place. I just I love
2: I it. loved that we didn't see the scene between him and his dad. Yes, mm. I think I loved so that, right that was left. You. You're so right there. I love that everything is is pointed in this direction of like I'm excited about how that goes, but I don't need to see any more yeah. of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, Which
2: I loved. Loved that. Yeah, because
0: yeah. you do have a bit, a bit of a pit in your stomach. Like, oh, it is going to fuck up when his dad gets home, and we mm. don't have to experience. that. We do not have to experience yeah. it.
2: You can, you can put it in your brain that yes, it was a hard conversation and it was shitty, but he turns out all right. Yeah, because. He's a good kid and yeah. rich parents and he's going to be all right you yeah. know like not, that's not
0: not everyone is abused all the time yeah, yeah. it's it's just going to be okay <laughs> yeah.
2: like that's very fun to end a movie with yeah. instead of the feeling of dread yeah. that yeah. you're like oh he's going to get beaten exactly to death like yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> this movie did such a great job of being so confident of like no, I know the story I'm telling. We're telling the story of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, hence the name of the movie. Yeah. When the day ends, the movie, movie ends. ends. Yeah. Yes. That is the whole universe, and you're like, I feel so
0: safe. Yeah. Feels so protective. Yes. One hundred percent. Um. Well, shall we wrap up? Yeah. We have to get out of this studio, so uh, we have some questions for you. Okay. Um. Would you recommend this movie on a date? Yes. Beck. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, for sure. For all of the reasons mm. that were so discussed. Fun. Next question. More importantly, did this movie in any way make
2: you horny? Um, not really. Mm-hmm. But I could see how it would if I was still a teen. Yes. yes. Like that. The kissing between mm. Sloane and Ferris is very. It's not like Disney Channel kissing, mm. but it's also not like Euphoria. Like we're gonna fuck right <laughs> yeah, after yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. A very middle ground of like safe mm. teenage like tender making out which I love yes I think for teens that was like that would have been a big deal you know yeah I remember what director said this but uh the guy who's like how do you make a horror movie it's like give him a scare give him a hard-on send him home yes (laughs) (laughs) it's like yes achieved
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then throw in a laugh you've got a comedy amazing (laughs) yeah um Beck would you did this movie make you horny uh, not horny but I definitely got like a, a crush
1: on Sloane and too. on Cameron and
0: Cameron crush oh, on oh my god we did oh, sorry yes. I have s- big shout out to any Succession fans Cameron is in Succession I was just I
1: was like okay I think I might give it another try after I watching
0: this I cannot believe Connor Roy from Succession as a baby and he is so funny in Succession I uh, love when you watch a classic movie and you
2: realise that they well I was thinking about this where I was like I love when I know that they've had a career after this Yeah, I love that for them mm. but I also because um the girl who plays sloan yeah not in anything anything else again and that sucks but i'm also like you know what she was in like you know it's like a big deal when you're in a movie Mm. to be in what is an excellent movie and what is a movie that like changed the landscape of culture Mm. is great like that i love that for her you know it's kind of sad that she didn't get to have more of a career after that, but I'm still like, y- you made a sick movie, mm. <laughs> and you are like the, you know, one of the stars of that movie. Of a and very like, important you, movie, a big deal.
0: Yeah. Uh, ratings? How many smashed up convertibles out of five? <laughs> you get this movie, Grace.
2: Um, I reckon four and a half. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Back. Yeah, I give it. Oh,
1: do I give it a five?
2: No, I'm going to give four
1: and a half as well. Okay. I think it's fucking fantastic. I loved it.
0: I'm so, I'm going to give it a five. Yes. Uh, okay, great. I can't oh take a point off. I can't take anything off. What is this? A wrecking yard in here? I know. <laughs> We're a fucking full of smashed up Ferrari. Yes. Yeah. Um. Great. Well, thank you so much, Grace, for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'd love um, to do dirty dancing when I'm back. Yes. 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 Okay, we'll definitely do that. Yes. Uh, where can people find you online?
2: Um. I'm at Grace. Jarvis Ono on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok now.
0: <gasps> I'm TikTokin'. And that was Ferris Bueller's Day Off with Grace Jarvis. You guys, we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and- nice. <laughs> and please
1: join us next week when we watch appropriately Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Comedian and friend of the podcast, Cameron James. And if you want to keep up with us and what movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod. And like our Facebook page, Ladies really Guide to Dude Cinema, you can chat to us there or shoot us an email at Guide to Dude Cinema at gmail.com.
1: And if you want to support this podcast in any way, shape, or form, because we put it out for free and you want to give us some money, um, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $7 a month. Mm. Uh, you can go on on to wherever you get this podcast and you can give us five damn stars and in your review let us know what movie a dude has told you to see and we will review it for you and also lastly we have merch we have toe bags and stickers at au. woo Dennis, Alex, mm. Grace I have one more thing to say akumite to you both akumite to you and yours also as well <laughs> Someone went to a religious school.